0: What's going on family? I'm, I'm about to text the community right now, let them know that we're live. If you all are not on my text list, you are definitely missing out. If you're not on my text list, you are definitely missing out. So I want you to make sure that you get on my text list so that you don't miss out on when I am going live. So right now what I'm about to do, I'm about to share to my people that's on my text list to let them know that class two is in session. For some of you guys that don't know what I am doing, I'm doing the 12 months to $1 million um, uh, business accelerator blueprint, teaching you exactly what you need to do in order to take your business to seven figures in 12 months. It is possible with this blueprint because we've done it countless times. Um, and So I'm just giving you the game. And the reason why I'm giving you the game for free is one thing. One, because I want you on our uh, online bizco platform, um, building your business on our technology. And two, I want to give uh, free, um, uh, a free game uh, that's better than a lot of these paid business courses that y'all be taking from people that ain't got no true proof of concept of who they, who they say that they are. So this is a twofold. Um, I'm live, family. Twelve months too. Let me know where you're calling from. I mean, where you're tuning in from. Let me know where you're tuning in from. We got Florida. We got Jersey. We got South Africa. What happened to the Discord? I went over the Discord. What's going on, Gary? Uh, Is this being recorded? Yes, it's being recorded from India, Ohio, Sacramento, California, Houston, Texas. All of this is amazing, amazing, amazing. All of this is amazing, amazing, amazing. First and foremost, for some of y'all that don't know me, my name is Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. I'm a business developer. Um, um, It's my job to develop seven and eight figure and soon to be nine figure companies from the back with the systems and strategies that I have. Um, And we've done it time and time again. What they say, you're not proven until you can do it again. And so we've done it three or four times of building seven and eight figure brands and companies. I'm only 30 years old. Um, and uh, it's pretty cool some of the stuff that we've been able to do um, as a collective. Pretty cool some of the stuff that we've been able to do as a collective. Okay, boom, we got some people on Jake Taylor. if you were 20 years old again, what would you do differently? If I was 20 years old again, what would I do differently? Uh, if I was 20 years old again, what would I do differently? I would, before we get started, I would, I would have not, I would have trusted my instinct of wanting to be an entrepreneur and uh, uh, mentored under somebody who was smaller but yet proven. So I had more time to learn and build my skill sets with a millionaire that wasn't so big that I would get lost in a corporation. Um, but also on top of that with a millionaire who, uh, with the, with the millionaire who had, um, plenty of opportunity for me to actually build and, and kind of be involved and, and to kind of grow. Okay. That's what I would do. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Do you believe that Negroes are the real Israelites? Um, I, I, that's not what I'm talking about today. Okay, so press the number two if you all are ready for class. Press the number two if you all are ready for class. Press the number two if you all are ready for class. Okay, y'all are ready for class. Tag somebody that you really want to get this information. um, um, uh, That you want to get this information. One, I want to give a shout out to Genius Academy. um, September 8th. Um, um, September 8th, we're actually launching our school, our academy. Um, uh, We're starting with pre-K three through first grade. A lot of people... Uh, a lot of people complain about the school system um, and don't do anything about it. And so what we've done with ABS um, was now we're creating ABS Genius Academy for children to actually go to our school and um, um, and come to a private school through our company. And so uh, what we've done is we're bringing real world experiences back into the education field. And the goal is to graduate children at, the, you know, between the ages of 14, 15, graduate them completely from school um, and get them on track to actually getting into their career fields. And so the biggest thing is to shorten the length of time these children spend in school and focus on things that's gonna be available. And what I will tell you is that we got a secret, um, second semester, uh, let me not speak too soon, but I do believe that our director of our academy is saying that we're, we're going to be a goal to actually offer um, virtual school, virtual class and virtual education if the students complete the assessments that are needed for us to know what's going on. So um, so we are um, going we should be available in September, maybe lunch when we launch September 8th that the virtual school will start. But I know for a fact that virtual school will be available for second semester. Virtual school will be available for second semester, and that is for uh, that is going to be for kindergarten Uh, in Dallas. We have pre-K three through first. Um, But in uh, kindergarten, it's going to be online. It's going to be kindergarten through first grade or kindergarten to second grade. Um, I don't think that we're going to do for children younger than the age of uh, kindergarten, simply because the attention span, it will be kind of hard for them to comprehend and follow suit. And so, um, so I think it'll start at kindergarten and first grade. And the goal is to take the school, um, the goal is to take the school to, uh, to, uh, 12th grade so they can actually be able to graduate. And the, and the real goal, uh, because before 1930s, there didn't even used to be a high school. Children used to stop at about eighth or ninth grade because you learned everything you need to learn for the real world. And so the goal is to, um, Uh, The goal is to uh, graduate these children from basic school and high school by the age of 15, 16, uh, by the age of 15, 16 and um, do the thing. And so it's going to be a really cool, really cool, really cool deal because we want our kids graduating fast and getting right to what God called them to do and not waste a lot of time. And then also for uh, those who want their children to go to school and go to college. Um, uh, I'm actually on the board of uh, Harvard Christian University. And uh, at HCU, uh, we actually are changing the game when it comes to university where people can get their bachelor's in two years and their master's in four. And the reason why I'm saying this before we even start the class is because because I'm on the board of this university, uh, one of the biggest reasons why I even got on the board was simply because um, uh, I told them that if we can't change how school is done today, then we can't do school at all. And so the goal is for people to be able to get their a law degree faster, to be able to go through their basics when it gets to their um, to uh, getting becoming a, a medical doctor a little bit faster. All those fluff classes, we're, we're, we're getting rid of those fluff c- classes that just pad the stat line for the school and get it right. Uh, to the point. And so what I'm saying is just to say this, what you guys see online and you see us teaching, it is going toward good causes. It's going toward a good thing. Um, And we're continually to expand into the community uh, in order to do that. So right now you guys can't sign up anywhere. And I'm sorry that I got a towel. I went outside and and was doing a little work in the sun before I started this live. And so I'm a little hot right now. But what I will tell you is this, um, is that um, we are doing things that are that are physically outside of online that can actually change our community for the better. And the goal is, is for to get these children into their specialty, into their gift places. Um, So if they want to be an artist, they need to be spending more time in art, not in math. If they want to be in, um, if they want to be, you know, uh, uh, a scientist, they need to spend more time in science and not truly like in English like that. And so we really want to get hyper-focused. We want to bring back trades. We want to bring back the importance of skill set. And the most important thing is our children will be graduating from our academies, understanding financial literacy like the best of them and knowing how to properly manage wealth, knowing how to properly manage trust, knowing how to properly manage the things that actually matter in life so they can be able to build their skill sets on top of that. So I just wanted to give kudos to that because September 8th will be the first day of our school. Um, and just to talk about our school real quick before I get started um, with the school, we have uh, one of the one of the uh, most sought after um, consultants for private and public school and he uh, is the director of our academy. Uh, he graduated both of his children at 12 and 13 or 13 and 14, respectfully. Um, and they went on to, to be valedictorians and all that stuff in college. At 13 and 14, they was in, they were in college, already taking college degrees. And they graduated college at like 19, 20, 21. So it was a pretty cool thing uh, with masters and bachelors and all types of stuff. And then our teachers, our two teachers that we have are two of the top uh, charter school teachers in the school uh, the, the uh in in uh, in, uh, in Dallas, uh, DFW, and over twenty plus years of teaching, and I'm extremely excited about them because they're ready for a new way of teaching our children. And the best thing is, when they learn history, they're gonna learn history, the real history. They finna learn uh, the real history. They ain't finna be learning this. Uh, history that really don't matter to who we naturally are as people with all these lies and propaganda. So I just wanted to say that because I'm super excited about that, but that had nothing to do with the class, what we're doing today. It just had everything to do with what, um, uh, what's going on. So what I want to tell you is this one, what I want to tell you is this is one, um, Uh, Today is uh, actually lesson number two. I'm going to be going live every single day teaching you how to grow your business from zero dollars to a million dollars in 12 months or to be able to scale it to a million dollars if you already have a business. The purpose of me going live on IG and give you the game for free is simply one thing. One, to disprove a lot of these business people that's out here selling these business courses that ain't really built nothing and can't do nothing. And the next thing that I'm doing is I want more black businesses, black, brown, white, Puerto Rican, Asian. I want more healthy businesses specifically in our community that understand our struggle uh, to be more successful and to be able to have advice. And I remember when I got started off in business, I just wanted somebody to give me some game. Yes, it will be saved. I just wanted somebody to just give me strategy, just take a little time out of their day just to give me strategy and leave the rest to me to apply it. And another reason why I'm teaching this course is because I want to introduce you regularly to our Biz builder where you can build your websites, funnels, e-commerce, landing pages, memberships, courses, everything Drag and drop, you can build your websites, everything that you need from booking appointments, memberships, uh, uh subscriptions, one uh, checkout, click up sales, mobile responsive, so premium designs. Everything's drag and drop. I want you to build your company on our technology, and so that's another reason why I'm going live and giving you the game. Okay, so press the number two. If y'all are ready to get started, I'm about to go upstairs and get my fan before I pass out, and then we're getting right to the bitness, Okay. Uh, Let me play some music real quick and then we going to get right to the business. Today is about product development. When it comes to building a company, one of the biggest things that you have to understand, one of the biggest things that you have to understand is that you can have the best business model in the world. Um, You could could put yourself into a position to where you can actually even make a million dollars on a trash product. But the problem that a lot of us have when it comes to building companies and building businesses is that we're so we're so short-sighted that we don't understand that once you build a business the 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 expectation of the the expectation of the business is uh, for it to last after it's created a lot of us build companies that are based off of trends uh, and when you build a company that is based off of a trend, your company will live and die by the trends timeline. OK, so let's go. When we're talking about building a business off of a trend or a timeline, when I tell you that you can scale your company to a million dollars in 12 months, I'm not talking about just off of trendy products because if that is the case, what's going on family, if that is the case, your business will always be subjective to the timeline that the people's attention of that trend will be available. The name of the game is to be in the game to when you build a company, the brand is what stands out people step the brand so when you develop new products new services you got to move them in and out people pay attention to the brand and it's much more critical if you had a product that people love they cared about deeply deeply and they couldn't do without they always got to what recycle respend, repurchase some more So I think it's very important that we understand that if we put ourselves and our companies in the best position to win and not think of short term million dollars, but when I build my company to becoming a million-dollar company, that blueprint, that foundation that I built it off of, I can pretty much guarantee that I know that this customer base and relationship that I built with the consumer, with my students, with my clients, with my cousins, my friends, whatever you call your clients or customers, that they will continue to purchase from you regularly, okay? So we have to understand that in this process, of getting our business to prepare, to get ready to go for this million dollar run or this, whatever your target goal is for your company, that we have the right initial product that can allow for the company to be able to hang its hat on as far as um, credibility and viability in the marketplace. Now, when I talk about marketplace, I am not talking about like, y'all, we're going to uh, farmers market. And it's like that. When I talk about marketplace, I'm talking about where other competitors have companies that are comparable to you and you have to prove why your product is the best product to stand out. Now, I know a lot of people talk about building your personal brand first and worrying about the network and building the, and building the, um, uh, oh, um, Uh, and building your infrastructure first where people have the, you can have the attention on people. But the problem with people that are just influencers or that just have the network is that most of them don't have viable products that their name can be hung on that can sustain them long-term. So when we talk about building companies, I want you to understand that in building a company, we want longevity. We want long-term, long-term bread. We want what's called back end. So y'all type in the comments, back end. That's exactly what we're looking for. Type in the comments, back end, back end. We're looking for back end. And too many of us are, are so, uh, um, we're trying to get out of our situations so uh, 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 so fast that we want to get paid up front and we don't care about the back end. But if you look at how artists are built out or how artists are stuck Right, most artists take front end money and get fucked in the back end. Well, in business, a lot of us we take the front front end bread and we lose to the company that's building a brand for the back end. So you may get the you may get the consumer today, but you lose them tomorrow. Into the the tomorrow bread is where there's sustainability for your business, your brand, and your family. So we got to build products or partner with people that have products that we know a brand can stand on. Like, like, like Jesus said, on this rock, I will build my house. And so when you look at the rock, which is the product, can the product stand alone itself? And when you hang a brand on it, can that brand carry that product through so that people are intrinsically uh, buying that product uh, uh, you know, uh, consistently for generations? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Okay, great. Somebody said, "Why why do you go live on IG but not in BWO?" Um, because a lot of the stuff that I teach in BWO, y'all haven't even seen. Because what I'm teaching right now is already in our academy. All right, so uh, so what I am doing right here, um, right now, this is my book right here. This is my this is my book right here, right? This is creating a winning product, right? These are steps to creating a winning product. This is actually inside of BWO and it's free. I actually give this ebook for free. And if you text uh, at the end, you text uh, my group, my text group, I will send this book to everybody in my text uh, text list for free. And this is kind of how, this is the same. This right here is the blueprint that I take. Taking every brand in every company. Two, it's getting the same result every time because we all go through this same process. And I'm going to give y'all access to this for free, okay? And I'm going to be kind of referencing. If you see my eyes kind of go here, it's because I'm referencing something that um, uh, I'm referencing something uh, that uh, that that we can um, uh, uh, that I've written so that I can make sure that I'm giving you the exact blueprint that we use, okay? Uh, somebody asked, how can I get your direct member- mentorship? Anybody can get my direct mentorship. It's $25,000. That's the start. All right, so um, when, somebody asked something that when it comes to drop shipping, and I'm going to answer this, but y'all stop asking me a lot of questions because a lot of your questions will be answered in this specific topic. Just make sure you're doing two things. You're keeping engagement in the comments Two Um, you're, you're making sure that we don't pay attention to negative engagement and then three, make sure that you're taking notes. The biggest way that you can compensate me is to take notes and apply it. That's what I want you to do. Okay. So when it comes to many businesses in in particular, when it comes to the actual drop shipping, okay, when it comes to the drop shipping, um, a lot of people focus on drop shipping and you don't build a brand. See, if you were to drop ship other people's product, but you, you depended on your brand saying something, when a customer buys a product from you, they remember the name of the company, they remember the labeling, they remember the experience. So if you can customize that experience to where it's behind your brand, that is programming uh, in the back of somebody's mind the name of the company. I'll give you an example. A lot of people call those ear cleaners Q-tips. Well, the problem... With the Q-tip is the name of the earwax cleaner is not called Q-tip. Q-tip is the name of a brand that sells earwax cleaners. So when you say, hey, I need a Q-tip, what you don't realize that that's actually a company name that sells earwax cleaners. When it comes to you building your company and your brand, what you want to do, you want to make sure that you have the Q-tip effect And the Q-tip effect says, although everybody is selling water, everybody is still using the name that I coined to sell the water. That is called reverse branding and marketing to where you've you've coined a name or a brand or a viewpoint that focuses on the, the cotton swab or the cotton ear cleaner. And your name of the company is being spewed out like the name of the product. That's what you call mastering a market. That's what you call engaging in brand over sales that will allow for you to always stay on the front end when it comes to building a successful business. Is that making sense? I hope that it is. Um, All right. So. Many business owners have a hard time building reputable brands because they create products and services that do not solve key problems for a specific audience. Okay, There is a checklist that your product and or service must go through before you as a business owner and or organizational leader put your name and unlimited resources behind when it comes to products and services and campaigns. The problem when it comes to building major businesses is simply because... A lot of us try to go get funding before you even know if the market actually wants the product or service that you have. So what we say in our mind is like, damn, we say, hey, listen, shit, I, I want this book. So if I want this book, that means everybody wants this book. And then you go and get, then you go and get, four, you go and borrow $40,000 for the bank, from the bank, to then go buy $40,000 worth of books. And then, when you set up your store, you do everything that you need, then you go try to sell this book and nobody in the market wanted it. Why? Because you never engage with the very market or community that's going to want to purchase the book. Okay? This is why a lot of us have to understand when it comes to building a company, it is much better to pre sale. Once you know the taste and the need of the market, it is much better to pre-sell products and services than it is to actually go and get in debt to purchase products just to take it to the market and you haven't done any identity check when it came to the product and what people want, okay? So a lot of people, they complain about funding, but what you have to do is you have to look at what banks do and you also have to look at what big corporations do. Just like, uh, uh, just like Tesla, just like Apple, just like all these other big companies, they go to the public. They talk about their product and they typically only have one model product. They got one model product and with that one model product, they sell, they test drive, they test taste. They do everything with that one model product and they pre-sale off of the one model product. So this is your way to get funding for a product before you developed it. And two, it is a way for you to see if the consumers actually want your product long term. Because if you did a pre-sale and nobody bought it, you're saving yourself time, energy, and debt and also investors that will be very displeased with you not doing your own market research. If I am uh, making sense, I want you to come and hell you yeah. up. Come and hell yeah. And make sure you're taking notes. <clears throat> because, quite frankly, your business or organization's reputation and business lifeline is dependent upon every decision made for every product or service created to enter the marketplace. Most businesses and organizations fail not because they lack having a system, a systemic method to the service and product that they're created to go into the marketplace. We fail because we don't do the due diligence ahead of time to ensure that they actually want what you're trying to deliver. Which is why we believe our system can help any organization or business become more consistent in releasing quality products, services into the marketplace to protect your brand. Okay? To protect your brand. In this phase, y'all put it in the comments, this phase is called CAPS. Q. PS. We have a six-phase quality assurance for products and services that we build and we call it CAPS. Q-A-P-S. Y'all put Q-A-P-S in the comments. And a couple of things that we're looking to obtain. So yesterday we talked about if you don't have a product. The other day, uh, the other day uh, yesterday we talked about if you don't have a product or if you're good at communicating and you're just not good at creating products... This is what you need to go through to vet to see if somebody is who they say that it is and if the product is who we think that the product is before you decide to get involved. This will allow for you all to stop having your emotions involved in your company and to build it off of facts and logic. Let me tell you real quick. If you built a house off of emotion and you didn't deal with the facts and the logic, you will cut a lot of corners. And in cutting a lot of corners, you're going to have a house that is not finished and is going to break down. When you're building a company, one of the biggest things you have to understand is that even though you may be passionate, even though you may be excited, even though there may be emotion or you're driven based on your spirituality, it cannot go without dealing with the facts and logic and black and white that make it all make sense. So these are a couple of things that I want you to focus on. And I want you to write down. If you miss anything, the video is going to be recorded. And I'm going to have the video up for as long as I can until the uh, the series is over. We're going to talk maybe like 13, 14 lessons. Until the series is over. When the series is over, I'm taking all the videos down. And I'm going to put it all in the course and give it to y'all. Uh, Oh, uh, really for free. So don't worry about that. We're going to package it real nice. And this will always be free because, um, yeah, we, we, we built like that. OK, y'all know I got to talk a little shit here and there. It makes me feel good. OK, good. So here's a couple of questions that I want you to focus on asking yourself uh, before we even get to phase one. OK, there's a couple of questions I want you to ask yourself. Does your product or service solve key problems for a specific group of people? Does your product or service solve key problems for a specific group of people? Before you say yes, before you say yes, when I say a specific group of people, have you done your testing? Is it solving a problem for a specific group of people and have you done your testing? Have you done your testing? A lot of people say, yeah, I, talk, I did it with my granny, my auntie, my cousin, them. No. See, when it comes to getting facts and data, you got to test your product with the marketplace that you believe needs it most. And can I tell you something? In this phase, this is where you lose money. A lot of people are like, wait a minute, Jake, I got into business to make money. No, 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 no. You don't get into business to make money initially. When you start a business, you got to get into business to test. You are a scientist. And a lot of you all did not pay attention in in your science classes. You have to test your product in the marketplace with a great number of people. One, it builds up momentum for your product. And two, it allows for you to understand exactly what the customers like and what they do not like. Because a lot of us get into business and we're so headstrong about this is my product, I done spent this money in it, all of this is mine, it's either they are going to accept it or they're not. And the problem that we have dealing with, especially with businesses, is that we think that uh, customer feedback is negative feedback. I don't care how the customer delivers their feedback as long as I get feedback. And if it's viable, it can help my business and product be better. Makes sense. So does your product or service have its benefits and features clearly communicated? A lot of you, I see on your sites, on your pages, on your Instagram, you're selling a product, but when people go to your site or to your page, it's not, com- it's not clearly communicated what exactly that you're offering. So you're getting mad at your consumer, but you're not realizing that they don't know what the hell it is. You say, man, this is the best water ever. Well, what makes it the best water ever in comparison to who? What's your data say? What are you going against? How do I know That you are who you say you are or your product is who you say it is. Why is that again? Because if your product does not clearly uh, have its features and benefits clearly communicated. It's going to be hard for people to do due diligence on you. It's going to be hard for people to do their due diligence. Think about it. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Here's a fact. The more... You give your customer or client the information that they're going to be looking for up front, the easier it will be to get them inside of your sales cycle. The more they got to do research on their own to figure out if you are who you say you are, the longer time it takes for them to actually come back around and purchase from you. So when you have your products... And your, and, your, and your services clearly communicated on exactly what it is in comparison to who you're better than. And the data that you have with testimonials and results of people using your product, the easier it is to grow, expand, and build your product. Okay? We're going to talk about that funnel a little bit later in our process. The next thing you got to ask yourself, is your product or service marketable, branded, and packaged nicely? A lot of people say, "Well, brand and shit don't matter when you got when you got good crack." That's not true. That's not that's not true. <clears throat> good crack sell if you got a good reputation, and the only way that good crack good crack can sell, I'm saying crack, y'all. But only way that a good product can sell um, is if you allow people to experience that product, and the only way you're allowed to have bad packaging for your products or services is if your brand supersedes. The value uh, of what they see of the product. What I mean by that. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. If people know me to always put out a good product. If people know me to always put out a good product. And my brand is intact. I can launch anything like Kanye. Everybody say, well shit, I'm going to launch products like Kanye. You don't have the brand Kanye has. You don't have the brand that Kanye has. So because you don't have the brand and credibility that Kanye has, you cannot launch products half-assed like Kanye made. You can't have brand and products that don't have the right packaging. Because that one experience can cost you a lifetime client. So when it comes to your products and your services, is it marketable? What we mean is it marketable? Does it have... Virality to it Virality means that If that product is good Can it be shared amongst millions of people And everybody feels the same way about it That's what I'm saying I'm not repeating the question It's recorded Pay attention And other people are putting the questions in here So y'all can keep up The next question that you need to be asking yourself is Is your product or service unique from other existing solutions one of the biggest mistakes I see so many people make, and I typically, when I take clients, somebody said, "Bro, slow down." I'm not slowing down. This is going to be recorded. All right. So, um, uh, another thing that's a lot of people, a lot of people uh, miss miss out on, and this is usually when I'm dealing with one-on-one clients. When I'm dealing with 101 clients, if they ever tell me this and they don't have data to back it, I immediately cut them from being my clients. Here's the deal, y'all ready? Here's the deal. When people come to me and say, Jake, ain't nobody got a product out there like me, this is different. The very first thing I do is this I go to Google. And I type in their product or their service. And their product and service pops up right in front of their eyes. And then I look at them and I say, that's your product or service right there. And then their first response is, but they ain't doing it like me. Okay, your ego is involved. Your business will flop. I do not want you as a client because I do not work with losers. I personally don't. For people that don't know me, I'm a bandwagon fan. In sports, I do not hang with, I do not cheer for losing teams. I only cheer for the teams that won the championship. That year, that's my favorite team. That year, that's my favorite player. Why? Because I'm not going to willfully participate in losing festivities. (laughs) Life already hard. Why would I choose to bet on people that ain't adding no value to my life? Bandwagon. Okay, so is your product or service unique from other existing solutions? We're going to talk about that. Is it unique? And if there's a product out there like yours, why is yours better? And how do you know it's better? How do you know it's better? The next question you need to be asking yourself, is your product or service priced correctly? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I can't wait till we get to the pricing of products, right? Because guess what? 99% of the people that build and create products, you are outpriced and priced wrong. 99% of people that price products, they price it wrong. And here's how I can tell. When you have a t-shirt that's $25, if I see that your shirt is $25, I know for a fact that you didn't do no pricing. Ain't no pricing in that because if anybody can tell you a $25 shirt sold not at mass production, you're losing money. The only way your shirt at $25 can be profitable is if you're building products and you're selling at mass production. And I'm talking about at least a a, a $5,000 to $10,000 of bulk pricing and bulk purchasing. You losing bad, bad. You losing Bad. Because a lot of things that you don't take into account, right? I ain't going to get into that today cause, uh, uh, in right now because we're going to end up getting into it. The next question you need to ask yourself is, how is your product or service considered quality in comparison to everything else out there in the market? How is your product or service considered quality in comparison to everything else in the market? And it can't be based on emotion The reason why a lot of y'all are losing in business Is because y'all price And you base your products based off of ego and emotion You think just because you created it That it's God sent And what you fail to realize is that If God gave you the idea He also gave the idea to thousands of other people Because God doesn't respect person He respects principle The only thing God cares about Is who's actually fulfilling the deal That's the only thing God cares about. Who's going to actually get to work? Everything else to God is ancillary. God don't care about none of that. So when you be like, man, God gave me this deal. I know it's going to work. God also gave that idea to uh, thousands of other people. He's just going to bless the one that executes the best. Have y'all ever been in a situation where you saw you had an idea that you feel like God gave you? You didn't operate on it. And then you saw literally months later, somebody else had that product or service or company. And you literally looking like, damn, that was my idea. No, it wasn't your idea. God gave that to a bunch of people that and you just chose not to execute on. Them. This is a fact. This is why, when it comes to actually building successful businesses and creating products, you got to move when you're inspired. Because the greats win because they're good at execution. If you don't know how to execute, you're never going to win in business. Are y'all following me? Are y'all getting value from this class already? Are y'all getting value from this class already? Because let me tell you all something. We ain't even started. I ain't really started teaching. I'm just giving y'all the basis of things that you need in order just to get started. And I'm showing you how many steps that most of y'all are missing because you, you failed to do the due diligence because you're trying to make the money real quick. Chasing the money, you'll never make it. Make sure that y'all are getting the value that you need. Hold on, I'm I'm charging up my pen so I can get get busy a little bit later uh, with y'all and show y'all some stuff on the board. Okay, y'all got it. Okay, quick pause, uh, real quick. For those of you that don't know. Um, if you're not in my text group, you will not get this book for free. I got a book called uh um uh how to create a winning product. I got a book called how to create a winning product. And um if you are not if you are not on uh my text list, you will not you will not be able to um You will not be able to get this free book that I'm teaching from. That is mine. Mine, mine, mine. Okay? And it's called Six Steps to Create a Winning Product. Somebody said, you got audio books? No, I got courses. How do I get on your text list? Somebody text what my text list number is. Sister V is going to text y'all. Okay. Y'all see that? It's now pinned to the bottom of my uh thing. Okay. <clears throat> y'all ready? Y'all ready to continue? Are y'all still y'all still interested? Y'all still interested? Y'all still good? Alright, shalom. Good So here goes When it comes to When it comes to Product and service creation We want you To think of yourself As a mad scientist Okay We want you To think of yourself As a mad scientist Creating this next big cure Or invention That's going to save mankind Or make it more uh, Advanced When you think of Inventions or creations That either made Our transportation uh, from place to place easier or medicines that uh, that were created to help with the maintenance of uh, diabetes. All of these creations were someone's brainchild. Brain they tested and tested and tested their product out until it was legitimately market ready. Now, of course, when creating most products or services, years and years don't have to pass uh, before it's deemed market ready. However, the same approach is needed for everything you put out because your name and brand is attached to it. Okay, Um, the beauty of creating new and improved products, services, and systems isn't the money that one can make. It's the feeling of achievement for making someone else's life easier. The best innovations creations were created from this simple question. How will this product or service solve a problem for someone else? Write this comment. Write Write this question. How will this product or service solve a problem for someone else? How will this product or service solve a problem for someone else? Then from that, the reception of that product in the marketplace uh, is, uh, is, is, is paid in based on the value that it actually brought it all the way around. Most businesses and organizations fail because they have the thought of the monetary result of the product in the way we have uh, when it comes to helping people. When I create a product and I think of the monetary gain, that product immediately lost some value. When you when you ask, when you ask any real millionaire, when you ask any billionaire, any hecta millionaire, any deca millionaire, when you ask anybody that's achieved any form of success, Money is typically The last thing on their mind Now of course they, they believe in getting compensated Based on their value But the product of what they're delivering matters So you see people in the NBA The ones that make it to the Hall of Fame They believed in the product that they were delivering Day in and day out Which is playing basketball at the highest level consistently That's what makes them uh, takes them to the Hall of Fame and those are the people that are never shorted on sponsorships and money. You can take that same construct in every area of your life and it works the same exact way. So what we have to think about is the value of that product in the marketplace. and does it truly help people because if your product aids, helps or, or, or comforts people, it is going to make them become hooked to your product. Now, Jake, what do you mean? What if I am a, uh, a high premium uh, uh, fashion tailor designer? What does my, what, how does that product help other people? Well, in short, let me tell you how it does. One, when you think of your product, you say, say I make suits. Say I make suits. Say I make suits. And then the art and spirit of making suits I want my suits on some of the biggest brands and people in the world. Well, the very first thing you have to do is to make sure that your suit is so impeccable that it impresses people based on the industry that they're in. Why? Because when I put on this suit, it's going to make me feel good and making somebody feel good makes them think better of themselves. Making them think better of themselves is going to make them want to perform because of the value of the suit and the quality of the suits because of what you put on. See, you can take that same approach in every aspect of their life. Why? Because people need good quality things in order to impress people. Why? Because people do business with people they're impressed by. See how easy that was? So when we're creating a product or a service, we always have to have in mind everything should start off as a prototype. Now watch this. This is your sixth phase. This is six phases to creating a winning product. Okay. Six phases to create a winning product. Phase one, create your prototype, product, service, or system. Phase one, create your prototype, product, service, or system. Write that down in the comments. Phase one is to create your prototype for your product, service, or system. Phase one, you cannot get to a million dollars... With a terrible product. You may make the money. But you're going to get sued. And you will get charged back. You cannot make it. And you cannot sustain it without it. Phase one is to create your prototype. The biggest mistake. People make. When building companies. And creating products. Is you think that your first product. Of whatever it is. Is the main thing. This is it. Perfect how it is. Perfect how it is. No, it ain't. I'm going to give y'all a quick opinion of mine. Now, I will say this. This is not based on facts. It's an opinion of mine. I think every planet in every universe out there was a prototype of God before he created this one. Me personally. I just, I'm just gonna say it, just in case anybody else was thinking. it. I've always felt like, damn, I, I really think all these planets and universes, shit, God was out here trying to, he was trying to test it out. <laughs> like, shit, no, I fuck that when I put too much gas on here. Oh shit, goddamn, it's a little too cold in this motherfucker. Okay, let me bring a sun and a star over here. Damn, burnt that motherfucker up. That's Mars, a little too close. I honestly believe. I honestly believe he like damn, shit. This planet right here created a whole bunch of crazy looking beings. We just gonna keep their ass over here. We gonna push them far because I ain't gonna kill what I created. But shit, I'm just letting the motherfuckers stay all the way over there. (laughs) I personally believe uh, God was a scientist, okay? (laughs) But. But uh, let me get back on point (laughs) So So When it comes to prototyping When it comes to prototyping Y'all don't Y'all Y'all you listen I was laughing when I said that So don't take it to heart Okay (laughs) That's just my opinion And I said it's not based on facts. this is just a human's mind's opinion. I just you know <laughs> this is just my human mind, okay? Don't take it, whatever. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. okay. <laughs> so so uh, when it comes to creating your product, whether it's a course, whether it's a book, whether it's a service. Whether it's a company, whether it's a restaurant, whatever it is. Whatever it is, it has to be a prototype. The very first version is always a prototype. Okay? Okay? Y'all stay on the topic. Okay? So... Most people make the mistake in thinking that once you create something out of your head, it's an instant winner. And unfortunately, it does not work that way. If you really want to be successful, the average product or service goes through about two or four changes before it's actually market ready. And still after that, there are modifications that happen as time evolves. Now, let me tell you something. Can I tell you something? I'm not saying that I'm not saying that. You can't make money and make a million dollars off of a prototype. Okay. I'm not saying that you cannot make a million dollars off of a prototype. However, what I am saying is that if it's going to be your first product, you need to say such and such uh, uh, prototype one, or you need to say volume one, or you need to say, Uh, Phase one or you need to say it needs to it needs some type of indication that it's the first one So when so when So when the iPhone was created, it wasn't iPhone. This is all it is. It was iPhone one So that psychologically let us know that if this is iPhone one, there's going to be a two There's going to be a three And what we can do on our iPhone now was not the same thing that we can do on our iPhone, the first one. And the iPhone, the first one, wasn't as good as the Android when it first came out. Am I making sense? Hope I'm making sense. Hope Hope I'm making sense. Because what happens is, You allow for the consumer when they purchase it, they know it's coming flawed. So when when they purchase your product, you got to allow them to give you feedback. Hey, y'all, I know y'all purchased my product, but listen, I'm going to give y'all feedback. I'll give y'all $10 off for the next product that comes out. If y'all just give me feedback, true feedback of what's going on. So you're inciting your consumers to help you create the very best product that is possible When you isolate yourself from the feedback of the people who are engaged in purchasing your product, you're isolating yourself from evolving and continuously staying ahead of the curve because the customers will always tell you what they want. But when you get thin skin in dealing with the customer, it will cause conflict and make them think you're getting over on them and not wanting to work with them. Because don't forget, your lifestyle is 100% depicted upon the customer buying a product that you create. Let's not forget that it's double-sided here. You are giving them something of value, but they're also giving you something else of value. Currency. It is a double-sided partnership that's important when it comes to building Viable, long-lasting generational brands that last and supersede times. Somebody brought up the comments that's, that's what restaurants do. And you're absolutely right. When a restaurant when a restaurant wants to add value or a restaurant wants to bring a new product, they make it seasonal and then they take it off and they take feedback. They bring it back seasonal with the changes to see what people say, then they take it off and then they get feedback. And then guess what happens again? They they do it again for another season. And then guess what happens? They take it back and then they fix it and then they make it a part of the lineup. And so when you make something seasonal, somebody purchase it, they know it's not lasting and you allow them to help you build it. Okay, so don't be afraid that your product is going to go through two or four different phases before it's finished. Don't be afraid of putting a book out there and seeing the temperature of the book and seeing the feedback of the book and adding to the book as you go. Making sense is making sense. For some of y'all that are just getting on the live, this is class number two of 12 months to a million dollars in your business. And I'm literally giving the full game plan and blueprint of what I've done to build multiple seven and eight figure companies from scratch debt free. Somebody update uh, Ira on what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm going to talk to you all about a, a mistake that I made when I first got into the insurance business. I remember when I started building my insurance firm, my initial business partner and I would come up with ideas late at night when we were brainstorming and on the next day trying to implement them into our system. I want you to imagine one day the CEO of a company has a huge meeting with all the team, letting them know how amazing a system or a product is that everyone will use that is guaranteed to boost sales. Then he pulls together a six week into some training to get everybody fully comfortable with this new system, only a few weeks later to change everything. What would you think about that leader? Probably incompetent, unsure, inconsistent, um, and somebody that you would not want to follow. Um, and, And let me tell you When I was making those mistakes as a leader We were losing money left and right And a lot of us do that with our products all the time You go out and you create a product And you say this product is the best product in the world And you saying that Is now making people judge you Judge your product Against products that's been out 40 years You're not giving yourself any wiggle room When it comes to Building a successful business. You're not giving yourself any wiggle room for your customers and clients to grow with you. This is why I tell people be careful who you come into the marketplace and beef with before you actually get started. Because if you're talking about your product is amazing before you bring it to the masses in large form. And then you come out beefing with other brands that's been there 20, 30 years that are vetted and have proof and have results. You're in a lose-lose game and nine times out of 10 you're not going to be in business for long and that brand's going to have to start over again. Let me tell y'all something. This private banking blueprint, I actually been, was working on this three years offline before I brought it online. So y'all see this textbook? This is a textbook that was created after three years of being offline. I tested, I tried, I made sure that customers and clients understood it so when I came onto the scene and my product was ready to be revealed to the world in large fashion. Guess what happened? Then I brought it to the marketplace, and I was able to challenge other people because I had proof of the concept. And y'all, this ain't no listen. My textbook ain't no. It ain't no tale. To, it ain't no small textbook. It ain't no. This ain't no textbook with no big words. This is a real textbook with case studies and examples and all those things. So when I brought my book to the marketplace I bought my textbook Not a book I bought my textbook to the marketplace With the understanding That when it's time for me to be seen I want to be prepared To be able to battle anybody With the proof of my concepts Is that making sense? And a lot of us Oh let me tell you Let me tell you something. Before I actually started bumping and tumping and talking my shit. Before I started bumping and tumping and talking that shit. I was humble and gathering data first. Guess what? And I made seven figures in a three-year prototype. Y'all, my first company, I took the seven figures in two years. And I took that company of uh, seven figures in 24 months off of a prototype. Because why? Prototype and testimonials. Prototype and testimonials allow for me to build out what y'all know as the private banking blueprint. I, hope, I really hope that y'all are following me. I hope I'm not talking over anybody's head because I really feel like I'm giving, I'm giving solid game. Prototyping testimonials or prototyping feedback, it allows for you to get your shit together. Because the first couple of private banks that I built, listen, I'm going to tell y'all right now, they were bad. They were bad and I actually ended up giving uh, those clients their money back. I actually ended up giving those clients their money back because I had no bit like it was bad. I was testing and trying on their product, and I gave them their money back. And they were very appreciative of it. And they're still clients with me today. But I was testing and trying out products. Testing and trying out products. Testing and trying out products. Somebody said, is it similar to Nelson Nash IBC? Very similar. I got inspired by him. But it was the testing and trying of the product on my own Creating my own little spin to it That made it stand out But yes, that was the initial That was the initial It was It was Okay Now let me take y'all to this point Let me take y'all to this point real quick Now let me take y'all to this point real quick And I don't sell on Amazon I only sell my book through my site Alright, so listen. Let me, listen real quick This book this product, private banking blueprint. I didn't create the concept. No, we're not on phase two yet. We're still on phase one. I didn't create the concept. It's a as a white man by the name of Nelson Nash with infinite banking concept or infinite, uh, the infinite banking uh concept. This is what private banking blueprint was steered upon. Now this is a this is this goes back to creating a product. What I realized was that product was I looked at that product for what it was. I read all of the Good and bad feedback of this product. Nelson Nash did not do a good job listening to feedback of the consumers. So he did not get to finish and make it relatable to the common person. The way that he teaches it is for privileged uh, rich people. Okay, that's what he did. I took the information and I read all of the things. I read all of the things it's jaytaylorjacobs.com. Sister so V, correct that. It's jaytaylorjacobs.com. I read all of the good and bad of a product that I saw could be beneficial to our marketplace. And what did I do? I took the template of the product, I tweaked it, made it better, added my own flair to it, created my own vision for it, and therefore created a much more powerful product than was already created. This is the this is the best example of. What Facebook did that MySpace didn't. Perfect example. Facebook saw what MySpace was doing. It tweaked it. It took a little bit from here. It took a little bit from here. It took the good, the bad, and ugly. It created it all in one system or product. And then took that product all across the world. And it's now the base of it. But we all know that Facebook was engineered off of my space in those twins that was at the Harvard University with, uh, with, 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 uh, with uh, Mark Zuckerberg. So even if you see a product that is valuable, but you see that they're underserving many communities because they fail to listen to the consumer. All you have to do is listen to the consumer and create what they want from the basis of somebody else's product. Is that making sense? Now, I'll give you another example. It's the same thing that Netflix Redbox did to, uh, uh, did to um, uh, uh, Blockbuster. Netflix already went to Blockbuster. Netflix went to Blockbuster and told them, let's partner together. We have an idea. Blockbuster said, no, our model is working. And they didn't want to listen to the consumers based on what they, they knew was needed. So Netflix just looked at what Blockbuster did and they just did it online. They took the best from this, the, the, the complaints from this, and made Netflix and took it all the way online and took over and end up bankrupting Blockbuster. It's very important to understand these things. Okay? So phase one in our caps it's critical. Does your product solve a problem? Only about 10% of your ideas should leave this first phase. Do y'all listen to me? Are you listening? I'ma let y'all I'm gonna let y'all see this, right? This says phase one in our caps is critical. Does your product solve a problem? Only about 10% of your ideas should leave this first phase because of how intentful you are when it comes to what you're willing to. What you're willing to put out into the marketplace Don't allow your brand, company, or leadership To be considered as incompetent Unsure, inconsistent And it will kill all momentum And undoubtedly damage your brand Listen Listen Y'all listening? A lot of y'all think just because you got a good idea that it needs to hit the marketplace. But only 10% of your ideas should get out of testing phase. Only 10. And this is how, let me tell y'all something. This is how it's easy for us to take a company to seven figures in, in less than eight months. We're doing about six to... On average, we're doing about we take a company, a new company that we build to seven figures in less than six months, because it's easy for us to know what product works, what doesn't, because only ten percent of the of the ideal product systems or services make it out anyway, because they all go through the system that I'm about to take y'all through. So I know a question that y'all have is, what is a prototype? Let's look at what a prototype is. Screenshot this. A prototype is a first, typical, preliminary model of something, especially a machine, from which other forms are developed or copied. When creating your product, services, and systems, imagine building a machine from scratch. You know the first model won't be the last, but it's a start. Think of the evolution of the cell phone, transforming from a pager to the ever-so-irresistible iPhone. Look at this the example I gave. This example I gave, this is how the transition of phones went. And even each of these phases had prototype versions that went before. And that's something that we all have to understand when it comes to actually building up something that can sustain or last us long term. So the questions that we should ask ourselves when it comes to creating this prototype is a couple of different things. What type of product or service do you want to create? Y'all got it? What type of what type of prototype? What type of product are you trying to create? Now watch this, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? This is what we fail to do. Once you have that product that you want to create in mind or you're about to partner with somebody and you're about to partner with somebody or you're about to partner with somebody that has that product before you can sell the product. The next thing you have to think about is what type of person can I imagine this product would be for. Is this for the mass market? Is it for an exclusive person? Is it for a premium market? Is it an affordable market? And when you find what type of person you're going to sell to The next logical question to ask is How is this product or service going to solve Your target audience's problems or needs? Y'all got that right? So the first question was, what type of product is this person for? What type of person is this product for? And how is this product going to solve a specific need for that specific person? I see a lot of people say, shit, I'm building products for black folk. This product is for my people. This product for my Indians. This product for my Mexicans. But what you fail to realize is that inside of your skin tone... Your demographic, there are sub-demographics inside of the sub-demographic, inside of the sub-demographic, within the skin tone. I know a lot of people that grew up from the hood. I didn't grow up in the hood. So those are two different demographics. Although we may be friends, we have two different experiences in life and have two different understandings and tastes. So when it comes to building your product, you got to build your avatar. And the avatar is if you were to think of the perfect person that your product would be for. Not everybody. If you were to choose one person, who would they be? What would they look like? What would they enjoy? So if you had a boy, a a male avatar. In a female avatar. A lot of people like to like to just say target market. Niche market. That's not enough. That's not enough. You don't just need a target market. You need a person inside of the target market. Because this is what people do when they say target market. We say uh, thirty to forty black. Uh, uh, they're in. Uh, uh, they make say uh, about sixty to seventy thousand a year, and they're looking for financial freedom. That's the people that I'm looking for. That's not a target market. You're looking for an avatar. The person I'm looking for is between 35 to 36 because they're typically in the phase of life where they stop playing around. They probably have one or two children. Do they have one or two children or do they probably have one or two children? That's two different questions. Because a 35-year-old with no children have a different mindset than a 35-year-old with two children. That has a different mindset than a 35-year-old with one child. So when you're building an avatar and that product that you're creating, it literally has to know who it's selling to. Does it make sense? So So When I'm creating a product I need to create an avatar So the avatar that I'm going to create Is going to be a person That I'm going to prototype with I'm going to find somebody In their age So for me Teaching financial literacy A lot of people say shit 18 to 70 to, to That's not my target market When it comes to people building a bank, I'm looking for people that are are between the ages of 34 and 36. Why am I looking for 34 to 36? I'm looking for people 34 to 36 because typically they're getting closer to their their peak in pay at their career or, or their job or their business. But 34 to 36, they're out of their playing phase and I'm looking for them to have at least two children. This is my ideal customer or client. They have about two children and they've already been through bad debt issues, bad issues with a bank. Why am I needing that person? Because that person understands my language. Now, anybody else that identifies with my ideal avatar, they can get into the fold, but I'm not here for them. I'm here for the 35 to 36 year old that have two children. They're married or divorced. They're married or divorced, and they're typically high performers in career business. That is my specific person that I'm marketing to when, it's, when I talk about building your own bank for your family. So if you're 18 and you resonate with that, then you can fall into the fold. If you're older and you resonate with that, then you can become my customer. But I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking to this person specifically. So when I started doing my testing, my prototype, I was only prototyping people that were 34 to 36 with one or two children that were married or divorced. That was my specific prototype. Why? Because if I can find their need, everybody else can be hit because I'm only focusing on that person. So now I'm creating my prices. Well, if I were to price my product on an 18-year-old, of course they ain't got the money. If I were to make my product price on a 25-year-old, of course they ain't got the money. If I were to make my price on somebody who's 34 to 36, they typically settle down in some type of career. They got some type of income and they got some type of sustainability to themselves or discipline to be able to afford the service that I'm offering. So when people say, Jake... Your price, y'all your prices are high or low, I ain't marketing to you. So if you think my prices are too high, you ain't my market. You ain't my avatar. If you think my prices are too low, you are not my avatar. So all of this information has nothing to do with my people, the avatar, the person that I'm talking to. I should know that person so well that they think that every time I make a product, that I'm making it only for them. Y'all make products for everybody I'm making a product for one type of person Are y'all following me? Y'all following me? Good How is this product service going to solve your target audience problems or needs? What alternative methods do you or your target audience use to solve problems needs? Screenshot here. Screenshot this. The next thing. What values should your product communicate? What type of personality does it have? Do you have a feminine personality? A masculine personality? Is it young or mature? Luxury or economical? Modern or classic? Fun or serious? Simple or complex? Subtle or obvious? Clever or regular? If your product is complex, you don't need simple-minded people. Uh, You don't need to be trying to sell and convince simple-minded people. If your product is complex, you don't need to be selling to simple-minded people. You need people who have enjoyment in complex products. So you trying to prototype with simple-minded people is not a good prototype testing group. You need to be testing your product with complex. If you have a simple product... You don't need to be selling your product to extra complex people. Why? Because they're going to be the ones that's like, well, technically, if you take this and you multiply it like this and then that ain't your market group. That ain't your people. If you got a simple product that's for simple, straightforward minded people that don't want all the fluff, they want straight facts. They want straight facts. Then that's who you need to go to. Why is this? Prime example, when people make courses, when you have a simple course, but people try to make everything complex, they're going to take your simple course and be like, where's the rest of it? Well, somebody that just wants the meat, they say, shit, give me the meat. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. That's all I need. People that want fluff, they want they want cushion, they want all this extra stuff that comes with it. What is going to happen is, it's going to force you to be selling to people that's not going to value your product. So if I'm selling a course that's simple and straight to the point, the very first thing I'm going to say is, listen, if y'all looking for extra fluff, if y'all looking for motivation, if y'all looking for all of that, that ain't what this product is for. This product is for people who already understand real estate, people who are looking for straight meat, no sauce. They're looking for just the information, just the solution, and they just want to get straight to the point. That's what this product is for. So when you're communicating that to your prototype group or to your person, your avatar, it's letting them know immediately if that's what they want. Boom! That's what I'm looking for. And if somebody's looking for, man, I want, I want my hand held, I don't know nothing about real estate, I'm going, I'm, I, I'm look, everything has some type of something to it that's more than something to it, it's going to force you to not want to, it's going to force them to not buy your product, and it's going to allow for you to not have to deal with customers that ain't got nothing to do with your product. So when we talk about what values should your product communicate, if you have a product that's, that's, that's more on the feminine energy space. Feminine energy is colors, energy, spirituality, things like that. Uh, masculine is more black and white. It's this. It's, it's fi- finance, believe it or not, is a masculine focal point. So you have to understand the complexities that come with it. So you got to understand what it's for. So to end this phase, screenshot this. This phase is a triple is a triple th- a, a triple treat phase. It's most supposed to say triple threat. Because not only are you in full creation mode, you should be researching and data collecting the market you are about to take place in. Leaders run into this problem all the time. They create the perfect product, quote unquote, only to find out that it was already created, is then thrown into the marketplace as is without data testing and the the market to ensure it is new or improved prototype or what's out there. And so phase two, we're going to talk about, phase two, we're actually going to talk about getting genuine feedback and how to actually find your target audience and uh, and price that product. But um, as far as this class today, That's what we talked about. We talked about product development in phase one of the six steps to create a winning product. And that six steps to create a winning product, phase one is to how to create your prototype. How to create a prototype. And one of the worst things that you can do is to create a product, service, or system. And to take that product, service, and system, tell people that it's as is. Y'all don't understand the value because y'all look at business in addition and true business development is, multiplic- is multiplication It's not 2 plus 2 is 4 I mean, It's not the 2 plus 2 It's not the 4 plus 2 uh, well, 4 plus 2 is 6 We do 4 times 2, that's 8 It ain't 8 times 2 is 16 uh, eight, to- 8 plus 2 is 10 It's 8 times 2 is 16 True business is multiplication Y'all are doing addition As I sell this, I'm going to get this back That's not how business is supposed to work supposed to multiply. So as you take the first 90 days getting your prototype, your next 90 days will be getting it out the phase and the next 90 days, you should be able to make 50% of the revenue that it took you nine months to make originally if you build it outright. So that's the completion of lesson number two. Um, and we're going to stay on the topic of product development, but lesson number one was about uh, phase, phase one, how to create your prototype, how to build your avatar, what to kind of focus on. So as you're either selling your product for somebody else or creating a product for yourself, you need to understand the importance of Figuring out the needs and the desires of who could be your potential market so that when you deliver your product, you're talking to a specific type of person, which will increase the ability for your people to actually want to purchase products from you, and it'll help your conversion rates. Okay, so with that being said, I appreciate every single person that gave a badge today for the lessons. Taylor gave a badge, bless BMB bought a badge. Sli, M. Shea bought a badge. Little Matt bought a badge. I am Coach Drake bought a badge again. Chandler bought a badge. I am Steak bought a badge. Room Seven bought a badge. Kenneth bought a badge. Shante bought a badge, and Ian bought a badge. So I appreciate everybody that bought a badge today. And and I'm going to really teach y'all how to really build a seven figure company in 12 months. Um, And I appreciate everybody that bought a badge and that got value from today. I will be back tomorrow to teach the class at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you miss the class, if you miss the class, don't worry about it. It will be uh, uh, replayed live. And if you're on my text list that's pinned already down, if you're on my text list that is pinned already um uh you will i will send you the replay to the IGTV. um when i'm done teaching the class and i will give you updates when i'm going live so that you can be on top of the class so again this is brought by uh this is brought by bizco builder our bizco system technology where you can literally build your websites funnels e-commerce landing page memberships and courses all of our site building everything is drag and drop we have templates already for your sites to be built online uh, inside of bizco you actually get access to free training and free coaching from our technology and marketing team drag and drop you got premium designs It's mobile responsive uh, you can book appointments you can uh have upsells upsells memberships and subscriptions Everything that you need to help you build your business online, we have the technology to build it with bizcobuilder.io, or you can go to Bizco Systems on IG, at bizcosystems, B-I-Z-C-O, systems on IG, and find out more about our technology and our systems. So, I'm going to be back tomorrow giving y'all a free game, and as y'all know, and as y'all know, um, uh... This is this is one of the best courses, business classes, and courses that y'all ever get in, and it's free. So if y'all want any to know anything about the banking, go to BW Advisors and schedule an appointment with uh, one of our advisors so that you can get um, set learn how to set up your bank. Um, for those that are on the text list, I will uh, end up sending you all the free book to go along with the class with uh with product development you will get the book on six steps to create a winning product for the product development phase so that y'all can go along with me yes at 1 p.m every day i'm going to be going live maybe uh, it's going to be over the next two to three weeks every day i will be going live at one o'clock to teach a class in every class will be an hour to an hour and a half giving you information and game that you need so that you will be able to uh, take your life to the next level. And if you want to go back and look over any of the classes, you can actually hit up my IGTV and go and look under the series "A uh, 12 months to seven uh, to a million dollars. And you'll be able to see all these classes on there. Again, Central Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time every day. And the goal is to teach you and give you the infrastructure and a blueprint on how to take your company to a million dollars. In twelve months, when all of this is set up, so when you set up all of our systems and you go through all of our processes, um, you should be able to take your company to twelve, up uh, to seven figures, one million dollars uh, in the next twelve months. And listen, y'all, I'm giving y'all all of the game. I'm giving y'all all of the game. And just and just so that you guys know that we are proven, this is one of our companies. One of our companies. From January 1st to August 22nd, we did over $11 million in just one of our companies. I'm refreshing it so that y'all can see. I'm refreshing it so that y'all can see. We're gonna to go to January, uh, February, It's loading. A lot of months you got to calculate. It's loading. So um as you can see, I'm not just teaching y'all from stuff. I'm teaching y'all from actual experience. And that's just one of our companies. So Uh, And I'm teaching you that, and I showed you that to let you know that I'm taking out my time every day for the next two weeks to teach you. So please don't take this time for granted, okay? I want you to uh, enjoy it. I want you to get value, but I don't want to be taken for granted um, in this process because I want you to get as much value as you can from what we're doing together, okay? I love you, and there's absolutely Nothing that you can do about it. And please share these classes out to your cousins, your kinfolk, them. Please share your stuff out to your cousin, your kinfolk, them that need this information. My goal is to take the complexities of business and make them simple for y'all. My goal is to do that. And everybody that gets my text list, you all will get the phases and a lot of the information. Uh, that you need. And I love y'all too. I absolutely do. I love y'all too. Um, And and I hope you can tell that I love you based on the information that I'm giving you. I'm giving y'all the full game because I, you know, use our technology, use our systems um, and and let us help you make your business um, effective. Okay. Peace.